Jesus. No, thank you. Just looks edgy. Try losing, hard. Lose your high is what it should be called. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're live. And we're live. Go time. Hello. As Ready? the women's march continues. Oh, <laughs> God. Uh -oh. I kill myself. Jumped right into that <laughs> one. What happened? I was, re I was reacting to Jordan. I was like, no. I'm sorry. No, women should. I'm sorry I want to kill myself. You should be killing yourself. I'm trying. Sorry about it. I don't know. That's fine, I guess. Uh, the music. Let's start off by talking about how just insanely asinine Split was. Ooh. Because Ooh, yeah. Faith, buckle up. <laughs> did, wait, did they like that it. movie? They loved it. True and Faith liked it. All I right, well. I posted my... I posted my review, and she's like, just uh, or a daily reminder that opinions can be wrong. And I was like, well, as long as you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't respond nor like it, so I'm letting her know that uh, I feel the salt. Uh, well, I mean, it's kind of indefensibly bad. Like, I feel like people are confusing it, like, the fact that he made a movie that wasn't... I don't know, like, it's not so bad as, like, Lady in the Water, but that doesn't make it a good Lady movie. Lady in the Water. I don't know, I, I kind of want to watch Lady in the Water now just to compare it. I haven't seen it's it. It's got Paul Giamatti in I it. I assume it's, I've heard <laughs> terrible Paul things. Giamatti. Remember, do you remember Mr. Harrington dressed up? Like him and his, his wife dressed up as the main as guy from uh, Lady in the Water? Do you remember that? Did they I like it or something? About that. Yeah. They were fans of it. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. So, I mean, sorry, Mr. Harrington. I don't know. That was a terrible movie, right? I mean, I haven't seen it. I, I but him or actually Mr. Herbert, we should fucking record a podcast with Mr. Herbert. That'd be no. kind of lit. I feel like he hates me, so. Dude, he loved me and Jordan. I mean, who doesn't? True. Honestly, we're kind of the best people. Dude, around. so today I made. Um, there's like these two moms that always come in, and they yeah. always get coffee. What did you make them do? <laughs> <laughs> what? Okay. What? What'd you say? You uh, made them do what now? Oh, what's up? No, I didn't. Uh, they're like pretty cool, and I remember uh, the lady's like, "Let me get a non-fat latte or whatever," and I made it, and like five minutes later, they both come running back in. She's like, "Bad milk, bad milk." I was like, "Oh shit!" No. And I smelled the milk, but. The fucking crazy thing is, and you know, sometimes it'll say like the date, and it's like a week off, but it's still bad. Yeah. I don't know, maybe if someone left it out or something like that, but the non-fat was like fucking. It smelled like ranch. Oh and no. She, she, I was like, "Here's your latte. I didn't use ranch for the the milk this time. <laughs> it was fucking, dude. It smelled like straight up ranch, but like gross. Oh my Fuck. god, that's gross. Like, wait, how did they catch it? They they she tasted fucking it? drank it. Okay. And it just tasted like straight up. And then she made me drink it too. I was like, Ugh! like it was so bad. I've never actually uh, smelled spoiled milk like since we started working there or <coughs> drank any. I had a bowl what? of cereal with spoiled milk in well, it. Are you serious? Like, I, if I know it's bad, I, I was like, whoa! Well, because like, sometimes uh, half and half gets left in those black pitchers, oh, and it goes bad. I know bad. that, but that's like a little crustacean, but I'm talking like full-on steamed, like hot. No, I've, I, well, I've never had... Or smelt it's, steamed It's stronger. Bad like milk. Imagine taking something that's really bad and then superheating it to 140 degrees and putting it in a cup with espresso shot in it. Sounds fucking great, dude. So I was like, Let yeah, me that could be a new trend. Yeah, <laughs> it's like tell me, oh, that's how it's supposed to be. That's how they do it in Italy. You know, that's actually how it's meant to be. Uh, it's organic that like, way. Like, oh, I'm sorry, oh, uh, we we do things correctly. It really brings out the real vegans use the cheese for their beans. milk. <laughs> We get a we get a sip of that life. Oh man, so uh, life giving water. The waters with like the sport lids are like my favorite. Gatorade, dude. <laughs> it's like an extra, it's an added little like mini like a game. Sippy cup. Please let me experience that. No, <laughs> that's no. negative, Ghost Rider. <laughs> nice. You're like. So split. I was like, it was a good throw. You're like, no, it's a good catch. Split was that bad? 
You didn't I was see legit it? stoked I for it. it. So it was, it I was, was like looking forward to it. Catered more to like abuse. Like what? What was the message like? I don't. Okay, I don't know. so that movie could have done that better. Did like, anybody kill themselves? Uh, M Night Shyamalan, maybe. No. Good work. It was a good throw. Never again do you throw ever anything at me. To be fair, it was a good throw. No. That was a terrible throw. So yeah, the one girl didn't <laughs> get killed because she was molested or something by her like weird yeah. dad's bearded Dude, okay, friend so that then that became was her, her uncle. Oh. Just a quick recap: uh, they're at like a family uh, birthday party, and they they like it cuts to like the dad talking to the daughter, like. Well, I don't know why we had to invite her. She's like not popular, and she's just in my class. And he's like, "Sweetie, you have to that invite everybody stupid. and all that." Which I had the same thing when I was had a birthday party in third grade. I don't know about twelfth uh-huh. grade, but and then they get in the car, and the dad's like putting shit in the trunk or whatever. And then you see like James McAvoy's character, uh, Mister Split, uh, walk up, <laughs> Doctor Split, Doctor Splitman, Mister Split, uh, walk up, and then uh, he gets in the car, and they're all like, "Sir, you're in the wrong car." Which I would never. I'm like, "What? Get the fuck out of my car!" First, yeah, of all. you would notice yeah. that. First of all, they were like so busy and like texting, like, "Oh, look at this viral video!" Like the whole time, and it's like, "No, I immediately would be like, uh, yeah, r- wrong car, my dude." Uh, that actually did happen to me one time though, where a lady got like. I was I started up the Jeep back when I was driving that on our it was in front of our house too and this random girl just walks up and gets in and I was, I was like uh and she's like oh shit wrong wrong car yeah, and I was like, like hey what's up girl <laughs> are you sure about that no she was fat and gross but um okay know. wait a minute that might have she might have been trying to uh, you said this last time when we talked about it you're like I think she was a prostitute yeah I just and realized she judged your reaction and she got out of the car because you were like confused. Did I say that last time? That well, the day it happened, that's what you said. Because well, like, been? yeah, after thinking about that for a split second, because like, I know how you think. So, what else could that a possibly split be? Second, Uh-oh. it was a split decision <laughs> on her part to go for it. Because well, like, think, try and think of the reality where you get into the wrong car. Like, you like, why would you get into a car that someone already started? Like, if you that doesn't make any sense. You know what I'm saying? That split. Yeah, that's one thing I love about having a new car is that. Uh, I don't mean like new it? car like it's 2016. I mean like Jordan's like, technically has a newer car in my opinion. New I don't, you don't have to fucking turn it on and let it start for like five minutes. Like the Jeep, you literally had to let it like sit there and like warm up for ten minutes. That sucks. Yeah, yeah, I remember you had to do that, especially when because if cold. you didn't, when it shifted, it would like jerk forward and all that because it wasn't he- like hot enough to get the oils and shit moving. But um. I'm sitting there, yeah, and I just all of a sudden hear, I'm like, oh, dad must be, because you know dad will follow us out and then like give us a, like, a final message and a goodbye, like, hey, we, we, uh, I need a day it's off. like, hey, don't die. We're going to lift the barbecue into the hole. We haven't cut the hole yet, but we're going to do that. And I was like, oh, you're turning it into a whole day thing, but you want us to stand there the whole time. Tangent. <laughs> <laughs> that, I mean, that's just such a bizarre, like. Hey, tell him to get me those uh, oxy-fuel tanks. I don't even know how to explain that. Oxycetylene? Oxycetylene. Same thing. Are you talking about the dad thing or the just girl? yeah? The whole thing with the grill is so weird that like, like our dad's friend gave him this like ceramic egg shaped grill that like, but it's so low to the ground that my dad can't like cook <laughs> in it because of his arthritis. So he had to hire our neighbor to build a table for to, to, to that can hold it. But then He's they're a, both but they're I'm both old, so they can't lift it in there. So He's we been have to lift as an it in there. Fuck, it's <laughs> just the whole situation fuck. so fucking weird. Yeah, oh, look, that's great. Mm, I love when they plan shit on our days off too. That's always fun. He's like, "What's your schedule?" I'm like, "I don't know yet." <laughs> oh, like Sunday, I'm pretty busy. I, uh, you know, you have, you have to watch your mom or whatever. That's why I'm working. Son of a bitch. Well, that's one of the reasons because he likes to do projects. Even Didn't though Sunday he's not request supposed to. Sunday off too? No, they, I think she ended up celebrating earlier or something. It's like always that. sunny. <laughs> on her snap story, she already did it. Packing house cafe. Son of a bee. So yeah, split. No, nah, it's cool. Oh, uh, split my brain cells. So later on, to, uh, yeah, it's got some links in here. I'll plug it.
I did you see that story where some dude was just like looking at my car? Yeah, what was up with so, oh yeah, Whoa, that. I didn't hear about that. Uh, I was like looking out the window and I'm like, I parked far away because it was raining and uh, I get the pizzas or whatever. And <laughs> I, I don't yeah, want Sunny to like go way over there and have to walk all the way to school with pizzas in the rain. So I parked closer to the school and I look out the window right before I left <coughs> and there's like a dude just like like doing the weird thing where you cover your eyes from the sun and kind of look like, what's going on in there? But in broad daylight, while, uh, while everybody's like picking up their kids, it was like three o'clock. And, like, he wouldn't, like, get away from my car. So I started, like, I, I made my alarm go off. <laughs> and he was like, oh, and, like, backed up, like, uh, like, 10 feet away from it and was still looking at my car for, like, another 20 minutes. What? Maybe Why did you really go liked your car, dude. I, I did. Did he look homeless? What did he say? I was leaving, and I was like, uh, can I help you? He's like, oh, I'm just waiting for my kid. I was like, I've never seen this dude before, so. Oh. Your kid's not in my car, sir. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> holding him captive. It's not, not like Split. So <laughs> Split. <laughs> no. um <laughs> Split. That and when you were at McDonald's, did you ever have to clean out like the um, the soda drains and all that? Um, no, I don't think I ever had to do that. Dude, I yeah. fucking cleaned that on. Um, when was it? Labor Day. No, the day me and Sunny worked. Mon- Wednesday. Wednesday, yeah. It gets clogged I didn't, up. I didn't like, like uh, clean out the drain. I just cleaned out like the where the ice goes. I, it looked gross because it was fucking black, dude. Yeah, it was black and <sighs> disgusting, and I couldn't take it. Well, you know what that is? It's like it's not draining, so the soda syrup comes soda, back up. All yeah, yeah, and it's like. So what happens is like the soda syrup meets with like the water and the carbonation, and then you get your drink or whatever. But if the soda, like if people. Some assholes, I, I've seen people do it where they're like, I want Diet Coke. And then they'll just fill it all the way up the top and then they'll just dump it into the drain thing, which is fine. But like, if you don't wash it with hot water every night, that shit turns into like this weird, like liquid gel shit that like sticks like to sludge. plastic. Like sludge, yeah. Yeah. And like, I, it, have you ever touched it with a glove on or whatever? I th- yeah, I think it's so. It's fucking like the weirdest, grossest thing ever because you it's actually like you can't grab it, but like it'll be around your hand and you can kind of feel it. And like the, Fucking clog or the pipes are all clogged up today, so I literally had to pour sulfuric acid down it because we have like this really strong, um, like CLR shit. And <laughs> it the problem is, uh, sulfur, sulfuric acid. I'm sure Drew would know it smells fucking awful. It smells yeah. like literal diarrhea mixed with putting it down a pipe where water's been sitting and like oxidizing. And so it was like the most horrendous smell ever. And I was like gagging on it, and it was gross. <laughs> Great, <laughs> <laughs> just for visual aids. Uh, but you anyway, were on it. I like literally had to <laughs> put my finger up the pipe and like I, I could feel it and I had to like do a fingering motion yeah. of the uh-huh. mirror or whatever. And uh, it was fucking disgusting. But do unclogging that pipe, it went into the other drain and clogged that drain without me thinking about like putting a, a net there. So I spent like three hours trying to unclog two drains. Great. Like a jackass. <laughs> and uh, that's why I was there till three when I was like, I'm going to be off at 12. So... I mean, when I used to close at McDonald's, like, we used to have to pull the grills out from the wall and clean down all the grease back there, and it was so fucking gross, dude. And when you say clean, you mean, like, get the scraper, huh? Yeah, like, because it, it would just cake on the walls behind the... And, and the, when we got a new manager, she's like, how often do you guys do that? And we were like, maybe once a month. She's like, you're supposed to do that every day. Like, yeah. yeah, so once we started doing it every day, it wasn't as bad. But it was like... Bar Rescue, bro? Yeah, it was, it was a, <laughs> a lot like, like you Bar do, Rescue, dude. If you do it once a month, it'll take a couple hours. If you do it once a day, it probably takes five minutes. Yeah, it was it was a lot better. Um, also, I remember that because you would come home with like these weird like grease stains all over your shirt. And you just smell so bad. And I remember you would wash your clothes, and at one point, it was like early on, like you washed it, and the smell didn't come out. It only just made the smell go on all of your other clothes. Yeah, that was bad. That's so, the worst. Yeah. 
Yeah, fuck, dude. I there's a lot of stuff at that job I don't miss. You know what I don't miss is that commercial for um the toe fungus shit where they lift the toenail <laughs> yeah. up with the little green monster guys. Lam- you remember that? Uh, where was it? Was it Lamisil? Lamisil? No. Lanolin. Lanolin. There was a commercial like where like it was for like toe fungus and it would like show these little green uh greenish ghoul oh, guys. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And they yeah. would like hop up onto some guy's toe and then they would literally lift the nail up uh, and then like get in there. Yeah. And like it was that like used their to make house. Me, yeah. Like Patrick's house. It's fucking gross. Like it just like the idea of like the an animated nail going up. I was yeah. like, oh. And it was uh, it was always like a f- like a gross like yellow toenail. Mm-hmm. What was that shit called? <laughs> the, I think that still exists, doesn't it? Like that those commercials are. Oh no, wait, that's Mucinex with the uh, T.J. Miller does the voice of like the mucus guy. Yeah, yeah, similar though. Yeah, <laughs> equally gross. We were like, I don't. That's gross. I don't want to see uh, that. The reason I brought called? that up is someone was asking me about. Oh, some kid was like, uh, "Oh fuck, I got uh, someone stepped on his toe or something during baseball with a cleat, and he has an ingrown toenail now." Oh uh, man, I had those really. And bad he's like, in "Have you ever school. had one?" I was like, "I've only had one, and like the way I got it was like you do it Epsom salt, and then you lift the nail up slowly with like tissue, or you put <laughs> cotton under it so it like slowly raises it." And uh, <laughs> I rem- I remembered being uh, Robert's brother for twenty four years, but. Uh, you, like, got your toe ran over by a car? Yeah, by fucking Jared's mom ran over my toe Whoa. doing, fucking like, five Jared. miles an hour. And I was, I was like, fuck! And then, like, I remember Miss Lane was like, hey! And I was just like, he, she ran over my fucking toe! Like, <laughs> <laughs> you're you're grounded. Did it get broken? Like, what happened? No, th- it didn't break. It just, it, like, fucked my toenail up. And it started, like, growing, it, like, ingrown after that. Oh, and it's still shit. fucked up now. Yeah. Do you describe what they had to do. They well, they had to put me under like to surgically remove it, and it didn't work. Like, wow. yeah, I, I, they, I literally like had uh, where they were like they. I mean, I don't know how else to explain where they put you under. <laughs> like, well, no, they didn't. Well, we, no, yeah, and it didn't work the first time. So then I went to see another doctor, and he was just like, "Well, we don't have to like, we don't have to put you under. We can just numb the toe, and then like we'll just cut it out." And I was like, "Oh, okay." No, so then the fucking I he got to witness this whole thing. Yeah, gets this needle which was fucking giant and shoves it in my toe and it hurts so not, goddamn not only bad. Not does he shove it in his toe, he shoves it into the most tender part where it's Yeah, cuz when you have an ingrown toenail like your oh. your nail is like is like this. cutting into your skin so it's grade, really tender. So yeah, and plus yeah, it was like yeah, green with pus and shit it was really gross. I just remember you were like super scared rightfully so and you're like, "Will you be in there with me?" I was like, "Sure." And then as soon as it started going down, I was like, "Okay, I, I kind of want to leave." Well, okay. <laughs> he did it like virgin when he's waxing. Yeah. I got to go. He's he's dude, he stuck my toe literally like six times and he and oh, every time yeah. he came in he would break a toothpick and stab my toe with it and be like can you feel that and I'm, every time i'd be like yes dude like i could still oh, feel it no. but if That's you like remember torture. he came yeah. in yeah you know how when you go to the dentist and it was they, like, such a long needle like the well, like seeing it go in was so creepy because it was such a long fucking needle like oh, a, it disappears it's really like yeah. daredevil when he was torturing stick yeah well, you know when you go to the dentist, they put like the needle in the gum or whatever, but they yeah. hold it there forever. And not only that, they call, like, we'll, be, we'll see you in 15 minutes. So they did it to Rob like five, literally five times. And every time they do it, they were like, all right, we'll be back in a couple minutes. And he would go see another patient or do something. And I remember they were like, it's still not numb. And they were like, all right. And then well, I literally got to a point where I just lied. He came yeah, in and he like, goes, can you feel like, I was like, no. And then like, so we got these, these fucking scissors that slice up under the toenail. And just, and I was like, oh my God. Like I felt the whole fucking thing. And like, he went down the middle too. Yeah. Which that was, oh. was fucking crazy, and then, dude. The best part is they got this little dripper, like, and they dripped acid on it to kill the root. Yeah. And it like smoked up when it did it. And it was, it smelled <laughs> awful. And then God. like, okay. Then like for the next two days, my toe was so fucking numb. <laughs> Like that shit finally <laughs> kicked in. Like I've become so numb. 
That didn't. That work. sounds like a terrible, terrible. It was literally torture. Thing. It looked like. Yeah. It also didn't like somehow. Like when I went back in, he's like, "Okay, well, it's not ingrown now, but like now it has like a, it has like a, like a, not a fungus, but some weird thing where like the, it doesn't grow correctly now because of that." And I think because they fucked up when they, I don't know. It's hard. It's it's like when you look at it, it's really weird looking, but not like disgusting. It just doesn't look like a toe. Versus, I don't have know. Ever, I don't know how to explain it. Have you ever it's amputated. not gross. I swear, ladies. <laughs> no, I've it's seen just it. different. It's not as bad as it used to be. Um, you sure about that? Have you guys ever smashed like a finger like with the nail area and have the nail come off? No. Didn't you just do that? Yeah, that. we were talking about that. Yeah. When I was helping uh, Stalker or Chuck Chuck his house, like Chucky. he was like flipping a house or to rent it, and yeah, uh, me and Matt that. were like working for him, and like there was a bunch of rocks and cement that they had drilled up, and I remember I was like putting them on the truck without any gloves on, and one of them slipped, and I went like my hand went under it to catch it. But it was like an inch away from the truck bed, and it like a sixty-pound rock like landed right on this finger right here. And I remember the whole thing sw- uh, was swollen, and like it had like veins of like blood going up of it. It was fucking gross. <laughs> and that was, if you remember, you were with Fleish at the time, and we used to go to Taco Tuesday every week at uh, yeah, Brandon's dude, Diner. Good times. And uh, on my birthday, so I, I was recently. working like March thirtieth or something like that with him, and it was like so fucked up. Like two days later, we went there for my birthday. Yeah, and the whole time I'm sitting there like this with my fing- like my pinky out and all I that. And it was that. so swollen. Then for Easter we went to Arizona and like a dumbass I went swimming and went shooting and all that. And I remember when we were, I was shooting a shotgun, I would feel the recoil in my hand or whatever. It would hurt so bad. And then uh, Aunt Dot has a pool that doesn't have like a smooth floor on the bottom of it. Oh it's yeah, like that the was weird. Kind. Yeah, oh, yeah. And it would like tear your feet up if you were like playing volleyball on it. Yeah, because you get all like pruney and mm-hmm. then your feet. And get it just all. gets rid of the skin. And I dove in or something like that and hit the bottom of the pool and it pulled the whole nail off. It was like blood and all that in the pool. Sorry, everybody. This is kind of like a gross episode. This is the gore episode. (laughs) Yeah. I I recently burnt my fingers uh, welding. Yeah. Uh, That was probably the worst burn I ever had. I picked up a piece of metal because there was two pieces of metal. I picked one up because we were cleaning up, put it on the other table, and I went to go for the second one. And it was very, very hot. Oh, my God. And I had... Did it make the sizzle noise? Uh, not no, because I just like let it go right away, but it totally fucked my hand up. The most important rule about welding is you got to look right at the light. That's the <laughs> especially without protective lenses. Yeah, remember okay. when I burnt my finger on the crackhead lighter? Like I, I like flipped it <laughs> and then it like I was just sitting there like like flipping it over and over again and then like I touched the fucking thing and like fucking immediately idiot. just threw it away <laughs> and like my I was like oh shit and then my thumb <laughs> was burnt for like a week. It was fucking crazy. The worst burn I ever had was uh, burn. Jordan, Mario, and Randy and all them were like re-waxing their snowboards to go snowboarding because I uh, guess yeah. you can't just use the board. You have to put wax on it. See, that's why I wouldn't do it. It's just <laughs> too much, too much stuff. That's too many steps. You don't have to do that, but it m- just makes it a lot better. Makes it smooth, a lot right? smoother. Rides better. They want to be choice. And you can get it done. You can go somewhere and get it done for like a few bucks. Mario literally was like, hey, can you hand me that? And it's like an iron for clothing, but you melt wax onto it and then rub it on the board. I was like, sure. And I grabbed the whole thing like (laughs) on the metal side because it doesn't look like it's hot. And I picked it up and it went. And I was like, what is that? And it had wax on it, too. So not only did it burn my hand from like super hotness, it literally like welded the wax onto my hand for like a week. And. Nice. Yeah, so I still like remember that, and it fucking sucked. I remember I was having my hand in ice, and it just hurt so fucking bad. Everyone's laughing at you because you're an idiot. You're like, no, like I get that it's funny because I'm an idiot, but like it really hurts, guys. Like, 
Yeah. I remember one time I slammed my hand on the door because we had the uh the van like the van with the sliding yes, open door. Dude, that was like the third day of school. And like I remember everyone was standing there laughing because it was like it was pretty funny because I was like because I was just fucking around. I don't remember what I was doing, but I was fucking around somehow. I remember Dan was yelling at me. He's like, "If you were if you weren't always screwing around, you wouldn't have hurt your hand." I was just like, "It fucking hurts!" Like, <laughs> I remember Seth did that once. He that hurts, dude. He fucking slammed his hand in the. Uh, we had a Dodge uh, caravan. And he fucking slammed his hand in the door. Yeah. Oh, man. The Just the story. the injuries episode. There was the one time we were in Arizona when Dad accidentally fucking ran over my head with a bicycle. Remember that shit? Oh, my God. And then got mad at you. Why would you put your head in front of a bicycle, Why are you Rob? <coughs> Why are you running? Was it you or me that hit a tree while we were riding a bike? That like? was me, too. The same day, literally. Damn it, Rob. Was it? Yeah, we went on this, like, long-ass bike ride. We just rode bikes all over town. I was so disappointed in you. I know. <laughs> and at one point, like, I hit, like, I, I tripped over, or, like, I rode over something, which made me skid and fall. And then my dad, instead of braking, just rode over me. <laughs> like, God, he's such an idiot. He's like, it says Trek. It's off-road, dude. And he was like, Rob, what did you want me to do? I was like, hit the fucking brakes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and then another time, there was, like, this weird, okay, it was, like, this weird, like, valley, like, embankment thing, like, a U-shaped, uh, grassy hill. I don't even know how to explain it. I guess, I mean, that's, a, that's as close as I'm going to get. And, like, on each side, there was trees, and then I saw everybody else, they were, like, zigzagging up and down both sides, kind of like a, like a, like a half pipe or something. And I was like, I'm going to do that. And I went up one side, and then it just rode right into a fucking tree <laughs> and fell down, like... Dude, do you remember that fat hill by Aunt Dot's house? That we yeah, when had somebody like set up the jump, there was like a, there was like a housing track they were building there. That was like a fucking eighties movie, and we were just riding the bikes out there. Um, I remember I obviously when you're a little kid, you use like the left brake sometimes too, and then like I just flipped off the front of my bike on. Like, oh right, shit! I remember that. I was going downhill to hit the the jump, and I got like to the crest of the jump or whatever, and uh, I hit the brake and just front flipped off of it and into like a, a cacti area. Cacti. And I remember I had like cactus like pricks in my ass and <laughs> pricks in your ass. <laughs> and I had to have like mom and aunt dot like with both with tweezers because there were so many just like rapid fire pulling them out of my ass cheeks like w- in the bathroom or whatever. I'm like nine and I'm like oh god like it hurts so bad. <laughs> it's like Austin Powers, you shot me. <laughs> oh, it hurts so bad. But uh, that was bad. Um, <laughs> Always when we went to Arizona is when we got injured. Yeah, I mean, that's when we Robert were most active. Robert so. fucking sliced his hand open on our... Um, the skeet shooter? The skeet right shooter, yeah. Skeet shooter? It was like a machine that would like slingshot the little... Those little pigeons. orange frisbees that you shoot? Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. And Dad or someone pulled the string right as Rob's hand was next to it. It was like a sharp metal. And it, it like cut it like open like all along the side of my hand. And, and then so what does my dad do? <laughs> he, he grabs his waistband from his underwear and fucking turns it into like a tourniquet and all that. Which is not the first time he's done that. And no, probably his first reaction to any kind of a cut is to rip his ass, like... Rip ass, and then be like, like... And then he rips the underwear off. I just get nervous. I don't know. Yeah. Do you ever think uh, when you get older, we're going to have like that weird bruised skin like him and Uncle Jim have? Probably. I mean, I have shitty skin as it is, so... You have I feel like everybody gets that skin when they get older. I know. Weird I weird spots. Weird. My dad yeah. and my mom both bleed like so easily. It's weird. Like yeah, my, my, my mom, especially because her iron's really low. Like if you flicker, she'll literally get a bruise. I did that one time, and she's like, "I'm gonna bruise now." And like an hour later, it was like a like a paintball size bruise. Like flicker name into her arm. I'm like, Sue. Willie was here. <laughs> Where's I going with all that? Commercial uh, break. Uh, talking about the bike. Oh. Uh, I think it was Rob when he was really little. We like our old Valley Christian used to do the thing called the bikeathon. Yeah. Like most people do, like walkathons or marathons or whatever, where like you sell a certain amount of like 
charitable goods, and then like for each person that donates like ten bucks, you do a lap. You know. Yeah. Uh, that we used to do, but with bikes, and we just ride around our sh- our shit ass short ass school. And I think it was Rob or me. I don't know. Remember who Mom would know? Hit the tree and like hit her dick really hard on the like the front. Of Wait, the that's bike. two different stories. Because like it? I I ran into a pole while I was doing the because I I was just running into shit constantly. Like I ran into the pole Dude, on not the. Not much has changed. Uh, yeah, on the 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 bike thing. Yeah, but then I also when we were at Monterey one time somehow just ran right into a fucking like metal pole when we were on a playground. And like hurt my balls, like <laughs> for the first time ever, or at I least the first memorable time where it's like my balls now. You cared about whose balls were being kicked? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah, the bike. I thought I remember. Uh, you know how you, like we were talking bike-a-thon about embarrassing lit. memories or whatever. Like I remember when you were in sixth or seventh grade, you were able to go on like the ten mile ride. Yeah, for we the rode bike-a-thon. our bike, which is insane to think about. We ride our Through bike the from ghetto. the school all the way to the, like, the, the worst ghetto. part of town, all the way up to the 40th Street McDonald's, and then all the way back to school. Yeah, and yeah, for real. I remember our like uh, the kids came back from theirs, and I was like, uh, I was like, how many miles did you guys ride? And they're like five or ten or whatever they said. And I was like, stupid, you only got to ride for five minutes? Because I thought about it like in car speed. Oh, uh, yeah. Because <laughs> like five miles would take you like five minutes or whatever. I was like, fuck, it sucks. Dude, you guys only rode for five minutes? We were riding <laughs> for like an hour and a half. That, that dude, there was some lit stuff like that. And, and when we would go to the fucking um, water park by our house, that was always lit. And we went to Pharaoh's later. That's right. Pharaoh's like a lot of a lot of good summertime. Especially in high school, we would go there and play Initial D all summer long. Like, in the living well, room. You know, I thought that was a, a Sublime song. That's a cover. Yeah. Is it? Uh, yeah, it's like an old fucking 50s song. Oh. I don't remember who it's by, but I heard it on my... It's by 311, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it's by 311 and Sublime. It's thing? covered by Sublime. Did you know, like, 311 and Sublime, like, covered each other's songs like a shitload. It's like, wh- which one's worse? <laughs> They're like, let's see who can do the worst. Congratulations, you both won. It's a tie. <laughs> fucking... There are no winners. We all lose. Dude. Oh. here. Okay, so I had a note. Uh, back when my car uh, was in the shop or whatever for the dent that my neighbor caused, I had to drive in the Suburban, and I had to listen to the radio, and I forgot how fucking awful, like, the in- Empire radio. stations are. Lame stream radio. When we yeah. went to San Diego, they actually have, like, an indie play or uh, indie station. 91X, like dude. That's that's the shit. It's all local. And, uh, it's fucking... X one hundred three point nine. I didn't. I like less than ninety six point seven, but like they still played like more a little like more modern shit. Every once in a while, they would yeah. play something. But all we had, all I had was ninety five point five, which isn't like good anymore. No. And then uh, they stopped playing like Led Zeppelin and like uh, Bob Seger shit. And now they're only playing like weird like they played every once in a while. But yeah, like in the well, I'll get the, to that. But okay. uh, so like ninety six seven only plays, and I made a list, and I want to see if you guys can guess real quick. Uh, the let me see, pull it up here. Uh, there it is. Did you make the rap station like ninety one point one? Uh, I did. <laughs> really bad. Ninety three point five is still lit though. I was just say K Day is about one of the, the only good radio stations. Well, because the shit you grew up with in like the ninety late nineties and two thousands is now considered classic on ninety three point five. Yeah, so they play like a shitload of. Like there's a lot of West. stuff from they when I was in like high school too. Fifty Cent, even though Rob probably doesn't like him, but no. like uh, Twenty One Questions or whatever. Twenty One Pilots. No, here. So Jack FM plays Twenty One Pilots for some reason. Yeah. Um, so I listened to X one no or ninety six seven for an entire week, and I was like, I'm hearing the same one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, and nine bands 
over and over again. Like, without fail, if you put on that station, it's not on a fucking commercial, God forbid. It's on one of these band songs, and I want to see if you guys can guess. They're probably really easy, so. Well, right away, I'll guess say Green Day is definitely one of them. Red Hot Chili Peppers is, is for sure one of them. So you knock those two off the list because, yes. Uh, every every time I turn on, I was like, do you have the time? Oh, my God, that song comes on <laughs> so often. Or it's like, my eyes feel like they're going <laughs> to bleed. I Foo want Fighters? Uh, yeah. Foo Fighters is also another <laughs> You got one. it. Nirvana? Fucking, yeah. F- Foo Fighters um, I can handle. Nirvana I can handle. Uh, no, they don't ever play Blue Way 2, actually. Uh, ACD. Foo Fighters. Okay, so Foo Fighters, and if I'm going to put them in order of most, Guns N' Roses, you guys haven't said yet, but they play Guns N' Roses nonstop. And I don't like Guns N' Roses at all. Yeah, me neither. They like, play Weezer a lot, too. I didn't hear any Weezer. I wish I did. Um, yeah, Well, they don't play it as much, but I do hear it on the radio dun, sometimes. Because I don't dun, have a. I just have the radio on my car. So, so like, the first day I have uh, Guns N' Roses, Welcome to the Jungle, I heard twice on the way to work and on the way home. Right after Guns N' Roses, because I have like super detailed notes, I heard. Oh, uh, 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 fuck! I can't think of the band. Keep going. Uh, right after I heard Guns N' Roses, Welcome to the Jungle. What comes on? Master of Puppets, the only song by Metallica oh, I yeah, actually like. But I didn't hear uh, like Dad or someone called, and they were on the phone for a long time. So the part I only heard was like Master, <laughs> Master. <laughs> the trollest part. Obey and then, uh, your pastor. And then 311 came on right after oh, that. Crazy. And I don't remember the name of the song, but it was like the most famous one. Which one? Remember? Yes. <laughs> like the bass line or whatever. <laughs> How does that one go? Uh, let me see if I can pull it up. Um, but while I'm doing that. Whoa, and this is the color of the energy. Uh, I don't know if I've ever heard that Whoa. before. I remember... Quick sidebar, we used to go to Kuka's a lot, and they had, like, a vending machine full of band stickers. Yeah. And you know how the ones that were, like, oval-shaped? They were like this? Yeah, dude. All they, and like the, so here's another sidebar within a sidebar. On my Jeep, I used to have, like, a... Investigate it. I used to have, like, the outline of a sticker. It was a SpongeBob sticker, clearly, because it was, like, the shape of Patrick or whatever. And, like, you remember on the back of those stickers from, like, Mexican restaurants? They had, like, sparklies? They're like, shiny, yeah. Uh, that shit would not come off, mm-hmm. but... Uh, or we had a 311 that. sticker. And we a still do. Eye, it's on our fucking dresser. Third Eye Blind and uh, uh, God's Xbox Back. 20, I think. So, like, it was like the worst 90s bands. Um, Beautiful Disaster is that one song they played, too. A lot. Let's see. I don't uh, probably yeah. get copyrighted. I don't know if I've ever heard this before. But uh, they have, like, the like these super troll drums. Oh, maybe I have. Yeah, you can stop it because you're gonna get fucked. And then Amber, everybody's heard. Amber alert. (laughs) (laughs) Rob's just like. And then obviously the drums kick in like every other song. It's like. I don't think I've heard this either. I don't. I don't know. I don't. Oh wait, maybe I have. Damn it! This is their most famous song. 30 million plays on Spotify. Now it's going to recommend you some shit music, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. Uh, so they played uh, that, and uh, one that's a wild card that I didn't think they would play a lot, but they did. They played the Goo Goo Dolls like nonstop. Dude. Oh, that's that weird. song, Iris, or whatever, which is the only one I could name. It goes to me, you know. Oh, you're the last. But uh, so after that. I have so in order of most played Nirvana. Uh, I yeah. forgot how like Nirvana. I'm not like a huge fan of, but I've been listening to them. No, like it cool. reminds me of like 
being really little because my cousin Kyle was like obsessed with them and yeah. he could play all their songs on guitar. And yeah, uh, they're not that hard to play. What? <laughs> they're not that hard well, to play. So. Neither is Green Day, Foo Fighters, Red Hot Chili Peppers. <laughs> like they're all shit. So, but uh, I forgot about that. they played that like on the radio. They keep playing that song "Rate Me," which is just uh, funny to me yeah. now. Rape me. Well, you know, like there was like two dudes like raped a girl and sang that song while they while they did it, and then he was like, after that, he was like, I don't like that song anymore. Like he hated his fans after that shit. Uh, isn't that like uh, closer to the lead up of him killing himself? Probably. They mean, only put out two albums, right? Nah, it's more than that for sure. There was. Well, it's just never mind. In, in, in utero is the only ones I've heard. In bloom, is, isn't that a? No, that's a song off. In of utero, bloom. I mean. Oh, okay. In in utero. In, never mind Inutero, and then there's um, Utero, Incesticide is their like B sides collection, and then I think they had you know what though like their unplugged shit is actually pretty cool. Like I was listening to that like the live one from MTV. I mean, feel free. I don't. I just don't really feel. I don't really have any strong opinions on Nirvana. Like I don't. I just don't. I don't really care about yeah, that. It just it's reminds me of being lo- young. I guess I like the uh, all apologies and dumb movies. I, I like that that movie. Remember we when we did the top like uh, twenty fifteen movies? They made that documentary soaked in bleach. That's actually that's a really good movie. It's like a making a murderer type thing. Yeah, I know what you mean. Like um, it'll convince you that, that she where killed it's like him. Polly yeah. wants a cracker. That's on. I think it's just called Polly. Yeah. Is it Polly? It's I like, like and then like the next lyric is like I get. I sh- guess I should get off her yeah. first or something like that. Yeah. I uh, like that song. It's weird, but I, I like, like that it. song. Uh, Lake of Fire though. I don't even know if they actually recorded that. I like, don't think that's by Nirvana. I know, but I like his version of it because it's not on any of their albums. But, um. But anyway, um. What Red Hot Chili Peppers actually I think was uh, n- number one. That's fucking annoying. every it was like uh in the city I live in like that song kept coming on and then um the other side where it was God what a lame band dude you know what I'm talking about take it on the other side <laughs> trying to remember the lyrics I I knew all the lyrics that one night when it was yeah. me you and Bryce I kept singing it and was pissing Bryce off because he hates them no that is a Nirvana song. Okay. Did you, they just never record it because he died or whatever? Because it's only live. I, I found it. I don't know. I think maybe they just did it one time live. I don't know. Again, I don't, I, I don't know. But oh wait, by Meat Puppets? Maybe. Oh, maybe they did cover, it and it's just not by. Okay. So maybe originally it was by a different band, and then they covered it live on the Unplugged thing, and that's what happened. Nice. Well. Either um, way, I don't really care. I mean that song uh This is Oh wait, this is a commercial. I was like it says this is the original version of that song. <laughs> I was like it starts with the cheers. That's kind of neat. I I don't know. I just she wanted to know am I still a slut? Got to take it on the other. Yeah. What? Yeah. That's a lyric in the song. And then Californication. Can I grab that charger? I do. I have noticed they play Jane Says a lot, which is. Fuck, never mind. Um. The fuck is that? That's, that's the, the original. original? That sounds like shit. Yeah, that's weird. He does a pretty good cover then. Um. 
but Californication is like hardcore soft porn. Oh man, I remember uh, one time. I wish Sean was here because he knows like he's like a huge Red Hot Chili Peppers fan. He'd know all the lyrics. I remember one time I took a sociology class and we had hey to pick a song and talk about what about it, like ta- like ta- what it was like, what the message of the song was. And these girls picked that song and they were like, um, it's about how like everyone thinks California is like a really great place to live, but it's actually there's a lot of like poverty here and stuff. And I was just like, that's lame. I don't think that's what it's about. Me and uh, me the and the name is fornication. Me and my friend Kevin from McDonald's uh, just ended up taking that class just like p- by pure coincidence together, and like so we did that project together, and we did it on uh, Teenage Dream by uh, is that Katy Perry or yeah okay yeah so that was a fucking long time ago, and and yeah, and we were saying that it, it was a so- it was a bad song because it was like promoting uh, uh teenage sex and like sex before marriage and, and like teenage pregnancies and stuff like that. But like I did, I, I went like really in depth and like found all these interviews with the person that wrote the song and like like quoted what they were saying about the writing of the song and stuff. <laughs> like, teenage dream? Yeah, I don't think I've even heard that. Teenage dream, something, something when you teenage dream. I don't remember how it goes, but it was something like only that. the songs I've heard by her is like "Kissed a Girl" and I liked it, and then uh, "Fire Firework." Is that the one? Baby, yeah, baby, you're a teenage dream. <laughs> <laughs> I had a teenage dream and I liked it. <laughs> Nailed it. That's okay. So that's how it goes. The only good shit they played though was uh, Jane's Addiction, which yeah. was like, I was like, I can get into this, and it was like halfway through the song though. That's what's shitty about the radio. Uh, Van Halen is that on there? No, they didn't they play anything. I feel like Van, Van, Halen Van Halen a lot. Except for that one night, I mean, actually, we did hear Van Halen because remember it was a hot for teacher? Yeah, I was like, God, this Dude, song's so dumb. Like, it's love it. It's rad, but like the lyrics are so dumb. That's yeah. Every well, Van Halen song is rad, the, but the lyrics are fucking the stupid. The talking or whatever. He's like, I don't feel tired. I like where he's like, I brought my pencil. It's like, you called your dick a pencil. Like, pencils aren't <laughs> big. <laughs> he's a pencil dick, dude. No, no surprise. About, that, see, that's uh, X1 3.9. They played more of that kind of shit. Syndrome of a Down, any of that? Uh, no, again, mm. X1 3.9. They oh Tool. They kept playing Schism. Oh Tool, the Irish version of Tool. Tism. The I have to take a shit. <laughs> oh man, but so even worse than the shitty music they were playing is I would be on the way to work, which is like usually at seven twenty, seven thirty when I leave, bro. and uh, you hear the morning stiffy with, with Stu, Stu Tiffany and Jimbo. God and it's like, it. you can hear that they're all 80, dude. That's like, a 96.7. Yeah. 95.5 has a good uh, morning talk show. I don't want to hear morning talk shows, dude, though. Dude, I like, like morning talk shows. I hate If I want to talk show, I'm going to listen to a podcast with people I like. It's I want, basically a like podcast, myself, but it's funny Like this shit. podcast right here. No, uh, I want to hear fucking music. Like, if I'm gonna listen to the radio, I used to hate that when I would get up early to go to Spanish class and in community college. Because the on there would be nothing but talk. talk Mark Mark and Tom show. You're like, tell us, tell us a sexy story. Like, and this guy's like, well, me this one time I was driving and this girl gave me a blowjob. Like, whoa, dude! (laughs) No one's ever given a blowjob before they're driving. Woohoo! The morning stiffy. We'll be back in uh, five. Here's Dookie. Dookie. Yeah. (laughs) And then (laughs) by Green Day or. Yeah, well, just all of them. Just music. the out, al- just the full album. Like and here, listen to full screen commercial. Now. It's like uh, Adriana's insurance. Like yeah, just oh my god. Or it's like, uh, do you not have insurance? Just got in a car accident. No problem. We'll bail you out. Like that kind of stuff. Do you ever? Okay, do you ever notice to someone who can't afford a sound system? One eight hundred get thin. Yeah. Did you ever notice that? Like, if, you, if you listen to it on like uh, it quote unquote white radio stations, it's like. 
uh, let your new life begin. Call 1-800-GET-THEN. But then if you listen to 93.5 K-Day back in the day, rap and hip-hop, it's like, let your new life begin. Call 1-800-GET-THEN. Like, they made, like, a rap version of it. Do you remember that that commercial for uh, college or whatever with the girl who was rapping? Yes. Oh, yeah. Wow, fuck, how did that go? Education, connection. It's like, like, I gotta get a career, not just a job. Like, yeah. I don't want every commercial is like, I don't want a job, I want a career. It's like, well, then go to real college. I want a career. <laughs> well, and then they they also on MTV did this weird thing that was clearly aiming it at black youth or whatever. Oh where it was God. like a black guy who's standing on like a bridge in New York or whatever. He's, he's like, like Yo, listen here, boy. I see you on the couch. Listen, yeah. He's like, listen here, D boy. I know you on the couch. Like, you like, watch TV all day anyway. <laughs> I know you're watching TV all day. Anyone anyway, want you watch a computer screen, man? Like he talks like that, where it's like get get like, like they do the get to hustling, young boy. Like <laughs> he does the thing where they're like get get your life together, B. Like get off the couch and get a degree. Like that's literally how they talk. And I'm like, I wonder if that worked on anyone. Like it, because the education connection didn't work on me. No, I didn't get my Hook, my degree. Hooked on phonics didn't work for you. No, but jumpstart worked for me. Dude, jumpstart third grade was lit. That I remember I was in like sixth just, grade. Just third grade, nothing else. You well, they, they bought it for you and I played it. Like it, <laughs> in it was fifth it, grade. It was fun to play. Yeah, I was way too old for it, but it was like a fun game. He's like, this is easy mode. Yeah, it was like you for some reason you go well, to this like mansion that's full of robots, and there's like a million mini games that you have to like. Uh, I don't know. It was there was like a lot of stuff to do in there. We had to collect all these different robots. And I remember like I finally got every single robot, and there was like a hundred of them. And then I was like, oh, I think I beat the whole game. Like there's nothing else to do. Wait, did they have that game at the school? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, that's it was. Yeah, like you had to explore this whole house and like do all these different it things. It was a treehouse that if you went into the basement, it was like a lab, and then if you went outside, it was like a, a grass field thing. I kind of want to like play that again just to see what it. Do you think maybe it's harder now that you're older? <laughs> like, you know, you go back to games like that was easy. Like, <laughs> dude, I don't know. Three plus three. I don't, I don't know about that. Well, thanks for listening. Well, I mean, talk. Did the I mean, talk more about split because we never got to that. Um, I got a split, dude. I don't tell you. Well, anyway, I was explaining the story to Jordan. Essentially, they get kidnapped, and like, first of all, the movie was bad, but second of all, like, the characters were like talking, and it was it never made any sense. Where they're like, look, like, basically, he would change characters and go into like a, a nine-year-old body, like, it mind. And yeah, the nine-year-old's name was Hedwig. It's like, oh, that's edgy. It's yeah. just like Harry Potter. Hedwig? So he goes into like a, a nine-year-old's brain and has like a lisp and all that. And then uh-huh. um, they're like, look, if we all attack him at once, maybe we can take him. And, and one of the girls is like, talk to me when you get a good idea. Like, Jeez. and I'm like sitting there going, like, well, you're all gonna die, except for her, because apparently, well, I'll get to that. But uh, well, like the main girl's like, you don't understand. You've never had to. You've never had to work for anything in your life. This isn't gonna go how you want it to. It's like, wait, what? Like, who would have that attitude in a situation like yeah, that? Yeah. So like, even uh, when shit's going bad, bitches still hate each other, I guess. But uh, but like, that's the lesson to learn, I guess. Like he I, comes in and like grabs one of them out, and it's like super rapey, and then she comes back in and is like, he asked me to dance. I'm like, oh wow, that was scary. He asked you to dance, like. So that was dumb. Also, none of them wanted to attack him except for when they were all on their own. Like the one girl ran with a knife, and you know what I mean. So that was stupid. Um, it definitely wasn't scary at all. Like no, there was nothing scary. And the trailer made it look like it was going to be kind of creepy. But um, one of the girls keeps having flashbacks, kind of like it w- okay. Like clearly, M Night Shyamalan watched. Uh, I mean, are you paying attention? Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, you're on your phone, but it's whatever. I can still hear <laughs> and be on my phone. Yeah, clearly he watched your next and was like, "Oh, I want a strong female lead oh, who went through maybe. trouble and uh, you know now she's gonna fight her way out." 
she like keeps having flashbacks to like a hunting trip and it's supposed to like in the beginning it tricks you into thinking like oh she's really skilled at surviving because she went hunting with her uncle and her dad or whatever and then like cut to she wakes up with uh james mcboy behind her which i don't know if he raped her if he was just cuddling or whatever but uh cuts to her going cuddling back to the rape. woods and like her dad's nowhere to be found and the uncle's like okay we're gonna play our game that we always play and it gets like super rapey and like <laughs> it cuts to him like behind a rock like butt-ass naked but you can't see anything and he's like come on animals don't wear clothes yeah that was so awkward yeah He's like he's like stomping the ground with his hands. He's like animals don't wear clothes. Take your clothes off, and it just cuts to her face like kill me. <laughs> and then uh, cuts yeah. to later on with her with a loaded shotgun, and she aims it at him. And all he's at like, her head. He's oh. like, I'm gonna tell your dad you've been real bad. It's like you're not gonna tell him anything. I'm gonna blow your fucking head off. Like, oh, so it just felt like it just felt like very uh, like forced ex- exploitive of that kind of thing. Yeah, like, that's like. Instead of actually writing a good character, it's like, oh, well, she got raped, so, you know, yep. feel bad for her. That's just, I don't know. It's really bad writing. And the edgiest twist <laughs> at the end of the movie is, one. Uh, okay, so the whole movie he keeps talking Spoilers. about this thing called The Beast, and it's, like, super cringe the whole time, and he goes to his psychiatrist, and he's like, yeah, I have 23 personalities. The and worst actor in the movie, too, yeah. is psychiatrist. psychiatrist? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Huh. He's like, yeah, I have 23 I'm feeling less stable. <laughs> Dialogue by Neil Breen. The di- Okay, that's the problem with M. Night Shyamalan is he cannot write character. Like, all of his writing is just like, oh, it was actually this the whole time. And it, like, if, if whenever it's like, like a character that needs to just be like, hey, how was your day? Oh, good. Like, they, he can't write he normal dialogue. He thinks the audience is stupid is what it is. Like, it's so fucking lame. Yeah, and the fact that he, he has to be in all his movies. He was an IT guy in his own movie. It's like, dude, you're mm-hmm. not Alfred Hitchcock. Like, not by a long shot. He walks in the trash and there he is. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so that was yeah. That was so fucking stupid. She's sitting. She's sitting there psychiatrying him. (laughs) Psychiatry hard. Yeah, and she's like, you know what? I'm not talking to Dennis right now. I'm talking to Jeff, aren't I? Or whatever his name was. Jeff. I'm talking to fucking. This is Bob, isn't it? I know. I'm talking to uh, Hedwig, aren't I? (laughs) (laughs) Where's Harry Hedwig? Did you deliver his wand? Um, and he's like, no, I'm totally Jeff. And then she's like, no, you're Dennis. I nah, can bro, tell. it's Jeff. And then he leaves, and they're watching security cam footage. And who's the IT guy? Fucking M. Night Shyamalan. That's the biggest twist. He's like, you know that's Jeff, right? You know that's Jeff. And she's like, no, look at him. And there's, like, garbage on the ground. And he's like, he walked through it intentionally. That's fucking Jeff. I know it. I know it because he walked through it weird. He wouldn't do that. And um, uh, first of all, take that bitch's degree back because uh, she's making some bold claims. Yeah, I mean... And then, so the whole time he keeps talking to the girls or whatever, and like she's like, let me out, because you're nine years old, and I, I can trick you or whatever. He's like, uh, you know, the beast is coming or whatever like that. And then he keeps like saying that this thing called beast the beast mode. is coming, and it's like his final form. And his, his psychiatrist in the middle of the night is like, wait, my final form. he said he had 23 personalities. He actually has 24. The 24th one's going to be crazy. And then, <laughs> is so it the lady? He, instead of him turning, it would have been rad if he turned into something different. He I just, also just real quick want to say that, like, at no point they don't show all twenty three of the personalities. So what's the point of saying you have twenty three? Like, why not just say he has the amount that's in the movie? Like, that's not impressive enough. That was so weird. Not that, like, I don't know. Not that it would have been a better movie if, like, suddenly there was, you know, yeah. I heard when I heard that he had twenty three personalities. I was like, that's going to be really hard. To fit all those yeah, exactly. It would have been movie. hard, which is why he he bitched out and didn't do it because he's a terrible filmmaker. Yeah, well, they could have had like a montage of him well, being yeah. different people. Well, Even Rocky had a montage. Yeah, or why couldn't they just had like five personalities and just did those really well? 
Yeah, like, is that not creepy? Well, they enough? tried. Like, they that's had a five. better idea. Five, they had like, five. And yeah, they... but why do you have to say that he has twenty whatever? Like, yeah, what's the what's the purpose of that? Yeah, well, there was the little kid, the devious guy, the tr- transgender lady. Also, none of those people were interesting. The little no. kid is just a regular little kid. The woman is just like for like other than the fact that it's he's, he's not like actually a woman. Guy. It's just a regular woman. One of them puts on a beanie and has like a Brooklyn accent. He's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I'm into art. And then the bad one, if I think his name was Dennis, yeah. uh, he like wasn't even that crazy. He was just like, no, I'm taking control. Like that's not interesting at all. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. So the nine-year-old one keeps saying et cetera after everything, and he's like, "Uh, you know, I have a window in my room or whatever like that." And she, t- she, t- he takes. He's like, "Show me, I want to see that window." That's so dumb, too. Yeah, that and whole then plot uh, element, like he goes in there and he like shows. He has like a bunch of drawings on the wall. She's like, "You said there was a window," and he's like, "Look," and it's like a drawing and it's a closed window. And he's like, "If I do this, it's open." And she looks all like it cuts to her face like, and oh, he's like, no. "Oh." Did you think that was a real window, et cetera, so that you could leave? And then it, and it's like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> they're eating her, and then they're gonna eat me. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh, I was doing it's okay. Wednesday, my dude. So I know, but it was. I, ca- I kind of want to know that. what the beast is now. Oh well, it's, he's not really beast. Surprise, it's not. Uh, it was really split. Um, so him turning into the beast or evolving or whatever uh, was literally him just going. Like flexing, flexing, and then like suddenly he has a, a couple more veins, and suddenly he's bulletproof, and he can rip people in half, but he doesn't do it. He so the psychiatrist comes to his house and sees something fishy, so she starts talking to whatever, and he's, she's like, "All right, well, I'm, I need to use the bathroom," uh, and she puts a tissue in the door, which doesn't work, Lucas? by the way. Like, yeah. there's a really intense, in quotes, everybody, intense scene where she like shoves a tissue into like the door lock thing, so that if you shut the door, it'll just open again, and yeah. it doesn't work. So I was like, why did you focus two minutes on that? And then the girl comes in, she's like, shit, it's locked. Okay. Like, I literally, you know what I'm talking about? I don't about? remember that. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about, right? I think I just was emotionally checked out of that But also, point. when she sticks the tissue in, because he, again, M. Night Shyamalan thinks his audiences are stupid, uh, she didn't stick it in where like it was hidden. The fucking tissue was hanging out like <laughs> in the open. Fucking idiot. So he suspects something's w- wrong, and he like uh, doses her with some uh, ruhithnol or you know whatever. He roofies her. And she wakes up, and he's in the beast mode or whatever, and he comes up for... So instead of having really cool, like, he's so strong... Uh, are, are you laughing at me? Uh-huh. Are you filming me? No. Oh, okay. You know, well, you're like... Why are you so nervous? I don't know. <laughs> uh, instead of, like, uh, if it would have been cool if he, like, fucking ripped their limbs off and shit like that because he's yeah. super strong. Or and, just like, done anything. So what do you do? Just uh, nothing. He climbs on the wall for five seconds in a weird, awkward, like, Spider-Man thing, and then hops down, even though... So he... Walks in the room, climbs up the wall that's like five feet long, and then comes down three feet over to the right, and he's like, whoa. And then comes up behind her, because she's still like kind of drowsy from her NyQuil dose or whatever, and uh, grabs her from behind and just repeatedly squeezes her for about five minutes until uh, eventually her... And, like, so her, he just hugs her to death? Yeah. And then <laughs> after that, he goes... The one girl wakes up and escapes from her room, and then she walks into the other rooms, and you don't see anyone die. They're just Their bodies are there. And then you he walks in. She walks in the second room, and uh, you just hear like eating noises. And <coughs> she's like, "Oh, well that that girl's dead." And then basically every problem mm-hmm. in that movie comes down to show don't tell. They yeah. tell you everything and show you not like they tell you he has twenty three personalities. They tell you about the beast. They tell you that they died. They don't show you any of that shit. Yeah. They being M Night Shyamalan because again he fucking sucks. Worst of it all is the there's like a long chase scene that wasn't even that good. How directed. much did you guys uh, pay for this movie? Free. Oh. 
Well, Free good then. It was free because <laughs> Torrance got I bust. wish I had paid for it so I could be more outraged. <laughs> so I paid he chases time. her down the hallway or whatever, movie. and then within a struggle, Can't get that back. she has a shotgun. She misses every shot like an idiot. Hits one shot, but obviously he's in beast mode, so it doesn't do any damage to him at all. And uh, he notices her crop top, and she has like scars all over her stomach because she top? cut herself because she's depressed that she got uh, molested when she was younger. And he's like, you're damaged just like me. You're damaged. And then he just leaves, and she survives. Cut to, oh, shit, he was working at a zoo the whole time, and they were literally locked up in storage rooms. And it's like, did no one have to clock in or go to the (laughs) zoo at any point and go, oh, shit, I got to go get my my shirt. I don't hear any of these girls screaming. Just super anticlimactic. Like, he just gets away. Like, and... and (laughs) There's just no Don't they do a like, background check on people that work no, at the like, <laughs> No not. one learns anything. Um clear and also like super shitty writing that like he's like, all right, so like he's a beast and he works at a zoo and it's like he's he's like a caged animal. At the very end of the movie he becomes un- uncaged. Like clearly that's how he thought when he was writing it. And uh, cut to uh, a diner and this one girl is just like that kind of reminds me of that one serial killer. What was his name? And then all of a sudden, you uh, pan to uh, fucking Bruce Willis. He's like, uh, Mr. Glass. And she's like, what? And then just walks away. Like, Wait, she Bruce, was so disgusted Bruce that Bruce it? Willis even talked to her. Bruce Willis was in it? Very Only for like Because it's a sequel to Unbreakable, secretly. Because he's, he's like a new bad guy, like Samuel Jackson. Yeah. So supposedly well, they're going to make a guy? third one. Yeah, I've worse. never seen Unbreakable, so. It's actually worth watching. <laughs> so I downloaded it, so thanks for ruining Supposedly, me. um... The third Unbreakable movie, he's going to fight uh, that guy now. Is there a second one? Yeah, the one we were just talking about, Split. He's the, as That's the bad the guy, bad guy from Split is the new bad guy for the third Unbreakable movie. Oh, so it goes Unbreakable and then Split. And, and then whatever then the next one is. Oh, that's yeah. weird. Uh, that's the only reason I saw it, because I was like, oh, I'll see. And then it's, it's just so bad that it's like not really worth your time, like. Okay, cool. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it's. I mean, I wish it was good. Like I wanted it to be. I kind of liked the visit, his last movie, because it was just. It was just at least, like I feel like it went there. Like it was really gross and shocking on so, like certain parts. I don't know. It wasn't a great movie, but I was just like I had fun with it. So I was hoping this one would be good, but it just wasn't. Like I was really disappointed by it. Yeah. Mm. It was like bummer. Twenty minutes in, Jacob and Rob were already making jokes, and I was like, no, no, let's let's give it a chance. And then five minutes later, I was like, no, this is shit. <laughs> So, did see. I mean, I saw some good movies though recently. Like, I feel like we talked so much shit. Like, I don't really want to do like an in-depth review on Manchester by the Sea, but like, oh no. Well, that's not even a review. It's just that movie was great. Yeah, that's a good movie. It's sad though, so don't watch it unless you're uh, happy. Unless you, and, and you I don't know. Be like, sad. It, I don't wasn't, know. it wasn't like sad for me to watch. It was one of those things where I was like, it was almost like I was having a bad day, and it was a little therapeutic. It's like, well, at least like other I people. Had a bad day. Yeah. Uh, we could watch that here if you guys want. It's a good Split? movie. Split. <laughs> no, I'm gonna have to split on that one. No, Manchester by the Sea was good. I really like Bleed for this, but I felt like uh, Rob fell asleep and didn't see the. I, I watched it. Uh, yeah. Yesterday, I finished it. Yeah, it's pretty great. It was. Um, I felt like the story was just okay, but like it was really well acted and really well directed. Yeah. But, like just the story wasn't that interesting. I felt like like it wasn't. I don't know. Like. I don't know. It was close. It was it was close to being really good. The just kind of kind of like just li- live by night where it was like it was close to being. You know a good why movie. it wasn't? Here's my only gripe with it, and it could have just been an editing thing. They didn't emphasize that that was going to be the last fight of the movie. So when he was in the very last fight and he's getting the shit kicked out of him for a little bit, I was like, oh, this is like he's going to come back and then he's going to go to the title fight. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. They didn't like say anything. It was just like here's the fight and he won. Now he's the heavy or he's the super heavyweight champion of the world or whatever. And I was like, is he? 
Like I, I didn't. I was just so confused. And then it well, ended, compare like, oh, that shit. to the one um, with Jake Gyllenhaal. Like that was a, a much better movie. Yeah, yeah. But again, like even my review, I gave it four stars. It's like, well, I'm a sucker for boxing movies, so this goes without saying that I would give it a good rating. But I also like, <clears throat> I really like Miles Teller and I really like Aaron Eckhart. So we should try and write a boxing movie together. Oh, I already have. Well, um, right. It's called Box Bros. It's called uh, Box, <laughs> Box Me Bros. Out. Box Out. Box Out. Box <laughs> Bros Podcast. The problem is like I'd be like, look, Andrew, I made this really cool boxing movie. It's winning a bunch of awards. Uh, boxing's gay. <laughs> he like doesn't like boxing movies at all, or mafia movies. You know, all the best. All of my fa- like my my favorite movies are boxing movies, war movies, and uh, mafia movies in like crime in general. I, I mean, he doesn't he, like he, any of those. He'll watch like a war movie, won't he? Right. <laughs> yeah, he loves. Not, well, he, uh, remember, he said he saw the Dunkirk trailer at, in a theater. And he's yeah, like, I gotta see that. I want to see that. I also have to see that. Can't wait for that. Send a one experience for that. Uh, you guys want to hear the nominees real quick? Just nah, man. Because it's in two weeks. I think <laughs> is when they are uh, awarded. Just do the best picture. Well, like best picture, best actor, actress. Just the the main eight that are like the well, important ones. Well, the thing is with best actresses is we only and everyone here has probably only heard of two people. All right. Well, just read the ones that are relevant. To okay. It. Well, it's not w- that women I'm like, are act- Actresses are dumb. It's just like I well, know. Well, they them, are. But. Best Picture is a. I've seen all these except for two. So Best Picture is Arrival, which is really good. Fences, which I'm halfway through. Hacksaw Ridge, which was really good. Hell or High Water, which I I, I don't know probably would win actually. I think maybe we like. The, still haven't seen that movie. It, it might be like the No Country for Old Men, where like nobody thought that was gonna be the winner, and it was. Um, <coughs> uh, Hidden Figures, which I still haven't seen. I have it uh, on my computer. Uh, La La Land. Which was, I think, will probably win. Pro- I, I have a feeling La La Land is going to sweep. It's picture? either going to be La La Land or Manchester by the Sea or winning Best Picture. I'm calling it. I think Manchester by the Sea, Best Actor goes there for sure for Casey Affleck. I think. Um. Um. Right. I don't. I think Best Picture is going to be La La Land. I think. So my my pick for the three for Best Picture is Moonlight because I think it might just steal the award because the Oscar uh, so white situation. But Maybe, also, it but legitimately it is a decent movie. But uh, yeah, I haven't seen it. Yeah, wasn't as hype as everybody said it was. It's a, uh, it's basically a three-part movie, kind of like um, uh, uh, Beyond the Pines or whatever, the Place Beyond, place the, Pines, Beyond the Pines, where it takes place in three different eras. Um, this movie takes place from like a eight, uh, nine-year-old perspective, a sixteen-year-old perspective, which was the best part, and then a like twenty-eight-year-old perspective. It's about a young black g- kid who's like grows up in like Detroit or the ghetto or wherever, and uh, is like gay the whole time, and keeps getting beat up and made fun of and shit. Just like dealing with that. Again, I can't identify with the character, but it's it was like a, oh, this is cool. It was really well shot and a good soundtrack. I have to say, like of the like ones the opening there is the Kendrick song where it's like uh, we well, can't even. It's like the the opening track to to Pimp a Butterfly, which is like the like the it samples that old school song. <laughs> it's like every nigga is a star. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah, which is a gr- that's fucking one of my favorite albums still to Pimp a Butterfly. Um, Did you see there? They put that on like the the National Archives or whatever at the mm-hmm. Smithsonian. That's fucking crazy. Which is lit. Uh, so that was good. That's like that's where they that's where that's where they only want to put shit that like we're gonna study like years from now. You know what I'm saying? So like that's a big deal that they did that. I guess it's already in, in music classes. Um, of the ones that you listed, I feel like the the best movie is either Manchester by the Sea or La La Land. Like I don't know. I mean, Hell or High Water. There's a good argument for that too, but like. It's for best picture. Yeah, I feel like it's gonna win. Yeah, I just feel like the, everyone's in love with that movie right now. Yeah, but 
it's okay. So the way the Golden Globes usually works with that is there, that either whatever destroys the Golden Globes will win everything at the Oscars, or it will be the opposite. Because there's been years where yeah, like 50-50, something has won one everything, and then it wins Best Picture, or something has won everything, and then they just don't even acknowledge it. So. Yeah. Uh, again, Manchester by the Sea is my like number one. If like if I'm going based off what I think they're gonna pick, not my favorite, Manchester by the Sea. I think they're gonna La pick La La, 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 La Land. I like I feel like that's <laughs> what everyone's gonna pick because that's because Manchester by the Sea is too sad. And, but then again, I mean Oscars they love sad movies. But like there's this there's a, there's like a couple things traditionally that the Oscar voters always vote for. And if you do a movie about Hollywood, they I mean The Artist was one. Uh, that's uh, Argo was one. Uh, any any time the DLCs are not get nominated. I, that's what I thought too. I was like, that was, was that last year. That was uh, yeah, twenty sixteen, like in February. I don't think these guys have seen that. We should I watch still that. Seen it's that, really yeah. good. It's fucking hilarious, but it's also it's got like a, a real, lot of really good actors in, it, like Channing Tatum's in it. And, and, uh, the guy who's playing the new Han Solo is in it. He's like one of the main characters. Yeah, and he's really? he's cool really in it too. Good. Jonah Hill's in it. Uh, it's yeah, it's got a, and Scarlett Johansson. Yeah, like, it's got a really that. good cast. Let's watch it. Um, so for best actor, it's Casey Affleck for Manchester by the Sea, which will one hundred percent win. I think so. I think he deserves it. Uh, I mean, I would love to see Ryan Gosling get a. But uh, here's the thing: Ryan Gosling wasn't like the main character of that movie. Like he he is in some regard, but it's like he didn't. His performance was great, but it's not like Oscar worthy. I think. Did John Legend get a, a nod for best supporting actor? Um, I feel like he should have. No. Well, that's kind of a bummer. <coughs> well, he wasn't even he like was a main character though. though. Yeah, I know, but that's yeah. that's why he's a supporting character instead of. <laughs> that's well, the whole supporting point. character usually is like their sidekick, like the son. Uh, Not true. Sporting sporting actors, you can win for being on screen for like five minutes. It's it's happened before. Well, I mean, the only case well, that happens is Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross. Like uh, it's happened a couple of times. Um. So for best actor, it's Casey Affleck, Andrew Garfield. Not for Silence, which he was way better in, but for Hacksaw Ridge, which yeah, I Hacksaw understand. Ridge was good, but like Silence is ten times better than that movie. Yeah. Actually, mm. you know what, dude? Um, we haven't really talked about Silence, have we? No, not not yet. Ooh, I I honestly movie. think out of left field, they might pick Hacksaw Ridge for best picture or best director. I think might go to Mel Gibson. What are the other choices for best director? Best, uh, hold on, we'll get to that in a second. I'm just saying, I think they might left field that because Mel Gibson's been having like a, a reconnaissance, if you will, where mm-hmm. he's coming back and everyone's yeah. like, oh, I love him again. Um, which I he, guarantee you, he might be in like the next Mad Max as like a side character, as like a like a cameo, just be because he's like in the public eye again. Who directed uh, uh, Silence? Uh, Martin Scorsese. Oh, okay. So, and that movie got snubbed. Yeah, that literally movie was only one Oscar like, I nomination. I can't believe it didn't get an Oscar nomination for Best Picture. Well, it was it's about Christianity, so I mean. Eh, well, not even that. I think it's just it was a, it's a, a long ass movie. It's slow and all slow. that. But it doesn't but like really yeah. Good. It doesn't sound interesting. I only watched it because I like Martin Martin Scorsese and I like the trailer. And it was just statistically like, they never nominate him for anything. Like in the first five, he's only minutes, won one award ever, and it was for The Departed. And like that was because that movie was literally a shit year for movies. And also, The Departed is an amazing. I, I'm tired of people talking shit on The Departed. That movie is incredible. Like it has like an amazing cast, and it's like. The story's like I don't know. It's really good, and it's like uh, it's really shot well and everything. You know, everything you would want out of a Martin Scorsese movie. Like I don't know. Like um, it's good. It deserved the Oscar that year. So Viggo Mortensen for Captain Fantastic, which I haven't still seen. haven't seen that. And then Denzel Washington Fantastic. for Fences, which I think he'll probably win. It's either Casey Affleck or Denzel for Best Actor. Yeah, I heard Denzel was really good in that movie, but well, he I did heard it. That um, movie was just kind of boring. He also directed that movie, and but he uh, he did the play, and he was the he's pl- he does the same role in the movie that he did in the play, so he has like experience doing that. So yeah. The only problem, me and Willie talked about this, in that trailer, like, he's acting circles around everybody else, and it's so noticeable that, like, they're not as good. Like, that's always weird when you see a movie. I kind of felt that way about Miles Teller. Uh, Like, I like Miles Teller, but, like, when you put him up against Aaron Eckhart, it's like, oh, he's, like, completely destroying him right now on screen. 
Yeah. But you also got to remember he's playing like a young ego character, so he was doing. Yeah, a good job. yeah, that's what I kept thinking. I was like, well, he's kind of supposed to be like cocky and, and shitty like that. I, I, I still, I said this before, but I feel like Miles Teller hasn't done his best movie yet. Like, I feel like he'll do something really interesting. I don't know. Whiplash is pretty incredible. Well, oh, that's true. Whiplash is a fucking great movie. I would never talk shit on that, but I just think like he's gonna do something probably still that's gonna blow us away. I want to see what that Damien is it Chavizel Chanzel? I don't know. Whatever the guy did Whiplash and um Oh Damien Chazelle. Chazelle. Okay, I just did, I haven't seen it uh spelled out or said, but uh I want to see what he does next and I want to see who he picks to be his main character too. So yeah. Because he's clearly gonna be doing more music shit because uh, he's done three movies now and they've all been about jazz. So um I wonder if he'll work with uh Miles Stone and, and Ryan Gosling I guess. So for best supporting actor goes to Jeff Bridges for Hell or High Water, uh, Dev Patel and Lion, which, how is he supporting actor? I thought he was, like, the main guy in that movie. I thought he was, too. I haven't seen that either, but... Uh, it doesn't interest me. Yeah, same. Um, Mahershal Ali for Moonlight, which is... He's this... Uh, he the he's an Olympic runner who lets his first movie in Moonlight. Is he he's the like, oldest one? Or he's the, the oldest one? one, yeah. He's, like, super ripped. And I'm, so I think... I think he'll win for that because people are... Uh, Michael Shannon was really good in Nocturnal Animals, too, though. Um, yeah, but like that movie was just so. It was. Like I've it w- barely seen any of these movies. That's what we do, though. Like it's <laughs> literally every day. I'm like, "What are you watching?" He's like, "What are you watching?" Just like, uh, best director is what I'm more interested in. And all of them. It's uh, Damien Chevelle, Chazelle. <laughs> Chazelle. <laughs> Sorry, uh, for La La Land. Mel Gibson for Hacksaw Ridge. Barry Jenkins for Moonlight, which he might win. Uh, I feel like that. Yeah, I feel like it's either gonna it was it might i think it's gonna be mel gibson i think it's gonna be him or barry jenkins because I, I feel like best picture is gonna be a long way uh is denis villeneuve up for that or yeah for arrival because yeah i feel like he also has a shot i feel like arrival's gonna win something arrival will probably win best score or best cinematography that movie is really good yeah that's it. a good movie um best original screenplays hell or they're all, oh wow Bet, uh, Hell or High Water, La La Land, The Lobster, Manchester by the Sea, or 20th Century Woman. I kind of think The Lobster's going to I think win, The Lobster was because it was such a original. weird movie. Yeah, it was really good. And it's like funny, and John C. Riley's in it, and he's great. Like, uh, Best animated feature film is Kubo and the Two Strings, Moana, The Life of Zucchini, The Red Turtle, and Zootopia. I think Zootopia will probably win that. Yeah, it's either Kubo's or... T- I think Zootopia's a better movie, but Kubo looked really cool. Uh, so. I've only seen Moana, and I like that a lot, but... um. It was. I th- I still think it was short, but I think we saw like a weird shortcut of it. Yeah, I heard Zootopia was really good. It's just cool because it's like a buddy cop movie, but like for like for kids, like it was like I jo- I took Joel to go see it, and I was just like, oh, this is like it's like one of those things where it's like, oh, I can enjoy this, but you can too. Also, like yeah, yeah, he liked it. Also, Jason Bateman's in it, and he's great. <clears> so. And so is uh, J.K. Simmons, isn't it? And Idris Elba, like, has a really good cast. I'm only mentioning this one because I already know it's gonna win. Uh, yeah. Uh, best documentary feature. Uh, first at CE, I'm I am not your Negro. Life animated. OJ made in America, which is just gonna win. I think that's gonna win, dude. It's it's the highest rated thing on uh, Letterbox at 100. percent Um, I can't believe though that that Wiener movie didn't get like about Anthony Wiener. That was he got a- caught again. That's why. That was an amazing documentary. And Tickled was another really good one. I'm surprised that didn't get nominated. I can't watch that. It's just too creepy <laughs> to me. Like, just the idea is too creepy. It, it, it's uh, so like I wish I kind of wish they would make like a like a movie movie about that because it's like it starts off about these like this guy's investigating like the weird world of like tickle porn, but then it like he like gets like entangled in this weird mystery where these people like are sending, uh, like they're like blackmailing all these guys into like doing more tickle porn. It's so fucking well, weird. Arrival's gonna win one thing for sure because it's the only thing nominated. Best production design. The only thing nominated is Arrival. Really? Which. 
I don't know how that works. That's weird. Oh, wait, no, there's just a weird-ass space. So it says arrival, and then it drops down like four enters. Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. Hail Caesar, which will probably win, actually, because it's about Hollywood and all the sets were rad. La La Land, which will uh, La La Land will probably take that for set design. Um, Best sound editing. It doesn't matter. I'm trying to... It doesn't matter. Unimportant. Well, it's the same for all... It's the same as all as Best Picture. How did Soli not get nominated? Uh, I mean, it was just a good year for movies. It probably wasn't that big of a deal compared to... Best Sound to Mixing, Rogue One's nominated. Best Visual Effects, Deepwater Horizon. Probably will win that. Um, best Cinematography's not even on here. You think Star Wars going to get anything? Probably Best Sound, sound mixing. mixing. I don't know. Oh, there it is. Best Cinematography. Arrival, La La Land, Lion, Moonlight, and Silence. I think Silence will win that. Silence had some crazy shit going on with the, the, yeah. the lookage. Yeah. There was some some cool scenes like at nighttime too. Yeah, in that movie, the cross scene looked really cool too. Like the, I mean, obviously it wasn't cool to watch, but like it just the way there's it also was just shot. like brutal violence out of nowhere too, and like the way it was shot was really like I don't know, just like it was really well done. Like the, I mean, I th- feel like we've all seen enough movies to realize that, that guy was getting his head cut off, but like that scene was really well done. Where like he's yeah. like, oh thank God, like he was like praying, like thank you for not having anyone get hurt, and then the guy just chops his head off. Uh-huh. I was like, oh shit, so. But one thing uh, me and Rob have talked about already is, like, how did... There's a Korean movie called The Handmaiden, which is, like... Yeah. Uh, the guy who did... Uh, old Boy? Yeah, Old Boy made, and it's, like, everybody loves it. It's, like, getting a lot of praise and all that. It's, like, number two on Letterboxd, which That's for a, a really foreign film is a big movie. deal. Uh, it didn't get nominated for Best Foreign Film, even though it's, like, that director's, like, the Martin Scorsese of Korea. But it's, yeah. like, I'll show you the trailer later. Like, it, it looks fucking crazy. Huh. Uh, nothing I even care or heard of. What's it? No. They, dude, for some reason, dude, the Academy doesn't sick. care about Korean movies. Trained to, what was it? Busan. Busan. Did you see it, Rob? I still haven't seen it yet, nah. Dude. Would you guys want to rewatch it, or? I'd rewatch it. Maybe yeah. We should rewatch that tomorrow. I'm going to be like, that guy's we'll a fucking asshole. Else. Kill that guy. Uh, Land of Mine that from Denmark. A Man Called Ove from Sweden. The Salesman, Iran. Tana see, from Australia. And Tony Edmund from Germany. I wonder if... Uh, that Tony Erdman movie, I've been hearing a lot of good things Jack, about. Jack, hit me up on the whatever. Let me know if you've heard of Tana. T-A-N-N-A from Australia. I wonder if that was like a What's big deal What's that one there. movie with, um, with that Indian actor? Uh, uh, Lion. Lion, yeah, yeah. Did that get nominated for? That was an American movie though. Like uh, it was made by an American, but it took. It's like about a guy finding his lost brother. Yeah, I heard yeah. it was really good. I don't know. It just doesn't interest me. I don't like yeah. that actor. But people. Seem well, to it's him. just the it's the classic Oscar bait. Like it's a sad movie. Like you know what I'm saying? I, I just I don't know. Oscar so baited. I'm more interested. Like we always say this, but it's like I'm more interested in like crime epics and stuff when it comes to Oscar nomination mm-hmm. type movies. Well, yeah, that'll be interesting. I, I feel like we'll do uh, our usual top 16. I guess we'll do top 17 this year. Well, we'll do is t- top 10, but it'll be like seven like Well, uh, for twi- it's, a, it's whatever the year was, so top 16 or 2016. Well, then, then we'll then just do seven shout-outs where it's like they're not on the, the official list, but like it'll uh, still be 17 to 1. Six, 16, though. Oh, you're right. My bad. Well, I'm, we're in 17. That's why I thought that. Yeah. Um, Remember that water? Just keep it this time. Why? Because the last time you threw it, and you almost fucking hit the laptop. Yeah. I feel like when you do that, like the fake throw thing, you're actually gonna throw it because like you <laughs> yeah, have really bad like everything. So uh, that's, that's the point. That's, that's the point of a fake throw. Fake you out. Give me those coals. Yeah, dude. Tutelage. <laughs> well, what's the episode title for this one? Uh. Ah. Uh, I don't know. <laughs>
Split, <laughs> split decision making skills. Split is not lit. We still need to see the founder. I do. Yeah, let's do that tomorrow. Let's get out of the fucking if, house. If Dad doesn't ruin our plans. he's No, he's taking Joel to... Oh, Airsoft. Man. He's taking Joel to uh, school shooter practice. So. There's like a whole range thing, yeah. It's like a paintball course, but like bigger for uh, that shit. He told me that they remade Rust. Or no, not Rust. Um, whatever Call of Duty map where there's like a helicopter down in the middle. Yeah, no, no, the one from the Call of Duty Four where there's like a helicopter crashed. Oh, I know which one. It's the one from the remake. Yeah, so he said there's they literally made a map in where you can play on that. Like in real life at the at the that's kind of. You talking about airsofting? Yeah. For a second, I thought you were talking about like real guns. No, that'd be that'd be funner, I think. (sighs) Dude, but on 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 a side note, we need to go shooting. Yeah, we do. Like. Rob should go that, where would that you too. go? To There's a place off Orange Street. Like oh, just that one where we, we used to go with Outside, Mike? yeah. There's the uh, the skeet range. That's fun. And then there's... We should um, also go up to that spot you guys were shooting because we have more rifles and stuff. Yeah, we could we could shoot whatever. Maybe there. we should uh, we should see if Drew wants to do that in Vegas, that one where you can shoot like machine guns and stuff. I would like to do that. Oh, that'd be fun as fuck. I kind of want to do the thing where you drive like Lambos around the track. It's like a hundred bucks, and you can shoot like a whatever guns you want for like an hour or something. Like I would, I'd buy Drew that to, if he wants to do that. Yeah, I would do it. I was gonna say let's go to the Pawn Stars place, but I've seen pictures of what it really looks like. Looks like shit. <laughs> <laughs> it look like this is my Pawn Star. I'm Andrew Calgary. An old dirty Pawn Star. And this star. is my bachelor party. <laughs> Welcome to Jackass. <laughs> uh, one thing I want to say before we we end is it's uh we we never really uh mentioned this, but like. If you like what we're doing here, you should make sure you subscribe on iTunes in case you're not already, and uh, comment because that helps us like get not only uh, subscribe on iTunes, like give us a rating because it yeah. whenever you get a high rating, it bumps you up. So if someone looks up comedy, it'll make us go up higher. And if we like, for instance, we're so low on the totem pole because we're just newer than most. Yeah. Uh, if you look up Best Bros, it'll literally we'll be like the fourth one instead of the first one, even though. The other ones have different names. Like that's yeah, how like it works. Their title or something is called Best Bros. Like iTunes, their episode. Is, iTunes is u- like really bad about their podcasting thing. I don't know if you've ever used like on the laptop or on their actual app. Like their yeah. app's fine now on actually listening, but like their um, what do you call that? It's like Spotify where they put music or whatever together. Like they're really bad about showing you what you're looking for. Yeah. And also, you can't just look up Best Bros. You have to look up Best Bros. Podcast. Like it, th- their search is really shitty. So I mean, not that I'm. Upset if anyone. Yeah, now they're, now they're gonna kick us off. <laughs> no, I don't give a shit. But uh, but yeah, so uh, definitely subscribe and tell tell your friends about it. Tell also them follow us on Instagram, Robert. Yeah. I was gonna say you've been killing it lately on Instagram. I'm trying to step up the Instagram game. I'll literally look at my phone and there'll be like a shitload of notifications. I'm like, oh, did he post something again? And it's like he did. It's like, oh, cool. So yeah. eventually, you know, like the well, we were supposed Patreon. to launch Patreon in January, but I was like, let's wait till we get a couple more followers. Yeah, I think we're trying to build more of a following first. I think. Um, once we, we get the studio high. set up, would be a good time because that That's way true. we can show it off in a video or something like that. Get more. We want to do more like uh, unboxing type things too. Yeah. Especially when we get the switch. Uh, yeah, we'd love to start streaming Smash games, things like that. Which means we need to do our taxes now, so I'll have that money in the bank money for the, the switch, bank, my dude. But um, I don't know how Bryce always talks about. Uh, where did he go, by the way? Yeah, I just realized he's not here. Like he never came back out. I do. Like that. It's gone. Um, suicide. If he's serious, <laughs> I want to get a camera so 
start we can at least if for if not for anything else at least taking pictures for instagram and social media and all that like it'd be nice to do that kind of shit so um when i get more time whatever that'd be cool to start like youtube's another avenue that would be good to even just put the audio on there so we'll do that and uh, like to do a uh, a show where we just review different types of waters. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Blind taste test, dude. We have to put it in fancy wine glasses. Yes, okay. dude. I'm all about that. We should literally make a video where, because uh, Drew's all about Fiji, where we it's like the Pepsi test or whatever, or the Coke and Pepsi, Pepsi test, challenge. where we give Drew like Fiji and smart water and see if he can guess which one's which. I think he's so into water that he probably could guess it what do you what do you use as a palate cleanser though when you go from one water to the next uh, one you sniff um coffee grounds yeah but i mean like what do you what would you drink to like clear your does that make any sense drink orange juice or something i don't know yeah you get that vitamin c in there i mean scurvy's a problem Yarr. scurvy dogs all right well Speaking of homeless people, <laughs> uh, a homeless guy came in to our work or whatever, and I was like, no. And then the pastors came down, and they like bought him a bunch of food and stuff like that. And I wanted to be like, you know what you're doing. Don't do this. You're, you've just prolonged his stay. You give you, Well, cats are even worse, where they're just like, hey, you fed me that one time. Like a dog's like, just thank you. Thank you for being Thanks so kind to me, sir. I'll, do, I'll sit for you or whatever. But a cat's like, hey, fucker, you fed me like a week ago. Are you going to feed me again? Like, that's how we got our cat. <laughs> yeah, our cat just showed up. Like, <laughs> she still does that. She just shows up. Yeah, that's true. Dude, I hate her now because <laughs> I'll try to be go to bed and like she'll literally sit in the middle of the bed and I'll just pick her up, and move her, and then she'll try and sit on me. I'm like, no, go away. Like, I'm trying to go Dude, to I sleep. I was like laying on my stomach and like she crawled over and then laid in between my legs. Like, like I'm like, how I like how am I supposed to sleep like this? Like now the blanket's stuck on top of me. Yeah. Real bitch. <laughs> She's the worst. Ah, uh, yep. Mm-hmm. Gotta watch that Always Sunny after this. Dude, new Ooh. season's been killing it. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. It's hilarious. Like, new se- like, again, just like we were talking about last year, every season gets better than the last. It's insane. Like, I cannot believe how good that show is. Yeah, it's great. I also wish, don't we, isn't it like two years till the next Atlanta comes out? No, I think it's the next year. Okay, thank God. Ooh, Chelsea Clinton was gross. <laughs> I just clicked on Yahoo News for some reason, just to, just to see. Is that the title? Chelsea it says, Chelsea Clinton uh, takes to Twitter to knock the new White House. So clearly she's like, my mom didn't win. I'm upset. Mm. And then Trump will just put, your attitude is poor. Very sad. Sad. Very sad. sad. Trump, <laughs> he, <laughs> whenever he's talking down to someone, he'll just put very sad at the end. It's like very sad, period. Like It's just like, okay. Girl, 15 who skipped school to have sex with friend's dad says it was a mistake. It's illegal for a reason. What? <laughs> it was a mistake? She says it was a mistake, and then uh, colon, quote, it's illegal for a reason. And then man accused of punching officer at Elizabeth Smart event. What? <laughs> Dude, you know, uh, I was listening to another podcast, and they were talking about the Noid. Do you, you know what that is? Yeah, avoid the Noid. Yeah. There was a video game for it. Did you ever hear about like a guy thought yeah, they were marketing his name about was Noid? Him? They thought they were talking about him. They talked about that on Harmontown one time. 
So like he held up for our listeners because Robert's just gonna keep finishing my sentence. Like uh, I already heard about that. Yeah, I mean I know everything, uh, my dude. So uh, Domino's ran a campaign called like Avoid the Noid or whatever, and it was just like a character they came up with for p- to sell pizza, and it works. And this guy literally held people at gunpoint in a Domino's for like six hours, and uh, I wish I knew the specifics, but so his demands were like a hundred thousand dollars, which is really low. Yeah. <laughs> That's enough for super, me. I'll take it. Super low. Well, for like a hostage situation, it's like a million at least. He's, he's like it's a like million. Free pizza for life. Easy. Uh, <laughs> well, apparently he forced them to make them pe- him pizzas. I, I would. <laughs> I don't know. Probably what a fucking pineapple. Dude, you know the manager's like, like, all right, Steve, oh, this is the most important pizza you're ever going to make in your whole fucking life. <laughs> I'm going to look it up real quick. Our lives are on the line here, Steve. He's like, you fuck this shit up every time. You cannot let me down. Put it on me, mate. Look at that vape. Let me inspect that. Vape inspector, dude. Vape beige. Go so go on January inspector 30th, vape. 1989, Kevin Lamar Noid, a mentally ill man who thought the ads were a personal attack on him, held two hostages of Atlanta Domino's restaurant uh, for over five hours Jesus. after forcing them <laughs> after forcing them to make him pizza and making demands for $100,000 getaway transportation and a copy of The Widow's Son on VHS. What? <laughs> this guy, guy's just like... Dude, he's like, movie night, gotta get pizza. Um, I've never even heard of that. Oh, no, no, it's a novel. It's histo- okay, so The Widow's Son is a, a part one of a three-part novel. What? Jesus, wh- why? By who? Uh, I don't know, hold on. This <laughs> is after five hours he surrendered he surrendered to the police. After the in- incident, the police chief, Reed Miller, offered an assessment to the reporters. He's paranoid. <laughs> He's Noid, Noided, bro. Noid was charged with kidnapping, aggravated assault, extortion, and the possession of a firearm during the crime. He was found not guilty by reason of insanity. Noid spent three months in a mental institution and eventually committed suicide in 1995. The incident caused Domino's Pizza to discontinue its advertising campaign using the Noid as their mascot. Dude, that and that shit was Jesus. everywhere. Like they have, There's like toys and stuff. There was a game for Atari. Like, Well, underneath that, it says Return of the Noid. Domino's yeah. brought the Noid back to a limited like a run of 1,000 t-shirts in December 2009. On May 4th, 2011, the Noid was brought back as a promotional figure by Domino's to be used in the campaign for their Facebook page and made a brief appearance in, as a stuffed toy to, at the end of May 2011. How do I not know about all that? It's like a weird little bunny rabbit character with like buck teeth. Like I don't know how to explain it. Yeah, I'll see. I've never seen that or heard of it. This guy. Oh, what? (laughs) Wait, let me see. I there's no way. (laughs) Like I don't know because there's all the wires. Just look up "avoid the noid" on your phone, and it's just like a fucking red rabbit guy. Yeah. Uh, kind of reminds me like Pepsi Man. (laughs) Pretty terrible, though, honestly. Yeah, Pepsi... Okay, for some reason, Pepsi Man was, like, a huge deal in Japan, and, like, the PlayStation game is worth a shitload of money, and they made, like, the, like uh, four or five action figures for it, and they're all worth, like, hundreds of dollars now. Bye. There's a, a mod for Metal Gear Solid that turns uh, Cyborg Ninja into Pepsi Man. <laughs> when the pizza's loud, dude. But I was <laughs> <laughs> just the re- oh wait well, I don't know what that is the, that, the, the, the reactions I don't know like the images of just like the memes that could come from the noise dude uh, the podcast brought that guy up and they're like someone should make a movie about that I'm like we should write the script for like a hostage situation movie it's like a dog day afternoon but it's like uh, <laughs> avoid the noid would you just call it avoid the noid just call it paranoid 
I don't think so. You'd have to like you probably could just change it everything slightly to where it's like a different pizza place. Yeah. I'm gonna try to avoid that noise. <laughs> avoid that noise. I guess we'll end it there. That's just fuck. I don't I know. I we'll thought that it. was funny. Just he wanted a <laughs> copy of the Widow's Son. What? Is, okay. What is that? Like, look right. up that book. Is it some weird like manifesto? Like the was well, it like uh, like uh, J D. Salinger's? That's what, yeah. That's literally what I was thinking. Like, let me see. The Widow's Son. Okay. Yeah, now it's not loading. It says connecting. We'll get. I'll get you that info. All right. I need that info. Gotta have it. Dude. <laughs> Okay, it, it takes you to. Not yet. The historical <laughs> Illuminatus Chronicles is a series of novels by Robert Anton Wilson, written at his highly successful trilogy and his 1981 Mask of the Illuminati. His co author, uh, none of this makes sense. None of this cares. It's, it just says Kenneth Lamar Noid. I don't know. I don't know why. What the significance significance of that was? It's a three part book, I guess. Uh, maybe because it's about the Illuminati. He thought like they were making fun of him. Uh, huh. That's fucking weird. Uh, <laughs> that is fucking troll. Um. Anyway, we'll we'll end her there. Uh, follow us on Instagram at Best Bros Podcast. Uh, you know, got that Twitter rolling out, posting shit on the daily. I got shirts. If anyone wants them, DM us. Um, rolling out some new designs pretty soon here. There you yes go. Yes, sir. Thanks for listening. Uh, we need to sketch up some new designs. We need like a Noid character. <laughs> <laughs> just draw fucking yourself. He's, he's the best bro. Just Caucasian. Avoid the best bro. <laughs> the Caucasian. <laughs>